Are you struggling to find your way in our current sexual culture? You are not alone. It is a challenge to stand up for your principles on this ever-shifting ground, and we at Canavox are here to help you catch your balance. Dear Katie is a project of Canavox, an international movement for marriage founded and led by mothers. Hi, I'm Katie, and today is episode 35 of the Dear Katie podcast, Transgender Treatment Plan, where we talk about the risks of social transition and puberty blockers. Let's get started. Priscilla writes, Dear Katie, my nephew is eight and says he is transgender. His mom, my sister, had him examined by some specialists who recommended changing his name and putting him on puberty blockers. When my sister called me, I just listened, but I'm really worried. Can you give me a rundown on the risks of this treatment? Thanks, Priscilla. Well, first, let me just say, great job being a good listener. Right now, your sister needs compassion just as much as she needs good information. It sounds like you already have the heart. Now, here are some facts. The activist treatment plan typically involves four stages, social transition, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and sex reassignment surgery. There are major risks at every stage, but let me just focus on what's most relevant to your nephew right now, stage one and two. Social transition, stage one, garners lots of sympathy and affirmation because we see videos of little boys who are struggling to fit in who say that they feel better when they can wear dresses and go by Jenny instead of Johnny. But what we don't see is that Johnny may be tucking and taping his little penis to present as Jenny. Some young women will bind their breasts to present as boys. These days, we rightly look down on the corsets of the 1800s and Chinese foot binding that deformed women's feet. Can we have a similarly humanitarian approach to our sexual organs? Chest binding is associated with chest pain, back pain, shortness of breath, and cracked ribs. It's the Victorian corset of 2019. Tucking the penis can cause urinary trauma, infections, testicular pain, and testicular torsion, something you don't want to Google. In addition, every time Johnny needs to pee, he needs to untape and then correctly retape his penis to avoid fungal infections. Do you think an eight-year-old will correctly retape every time? To avoid retucking and retaping, some adult trans individuals will dehydrate themselves so that they will pee less. The last thing we want is for our gender dysphoric boys to worry that they've had too much water to drink that day. In addition, neurologists posit that when a child impersonates the opposite sex, it can alter the structure of their brain and make it more difficult for their mind to accept the fact that their body will never achieve total transition. Because that's impossible, right? Even if a child goes through all four stages of the activist treatment plan, parts of their body, from their shoulders to their hands to their feet, will still resemble their genetic sex. Social transition encourages the mind to seek a fantasy that the body can never fully deliver, and that can jeopardize a child's long-term mental health. Stage 2. 
Puberty blockers. Puberty is a necessary part of human maturation and a sign of health. This is what healthy kids are supposed to go through. These puberty blockers would actually induce a state of sickness in your nephew's healthy body. Side effects include slower body growth, low bone density, high blood pressure, weight gain, breast cancer, liver disease, blood clots, and cardiovascular disease. What's worse? These are experimental treatments that have not been approved by the FDA. The reality is that if the doctors would leave him be, there's an 80 to 95% chance that your nephew's transgender feelings will resolve on their own. Simply put, the activist treatment plan trades one set of probably temporary emotional problems for lifelong medical risks. So, Encourage your sister to get a second opinion from a counselor who can seek to understand what's going on inside your nephew's mind that's leading him to reject his body. A couple of websites that can point you in the right direction are therapeuticchoice.com and helpforfamilies.org. That's help, the number four, families.org. I truly hope that your nephew will be well soon, Priscilla. Thanks for listening to the Dear Katie podcast. If you like our show and want to know more, check out canabox.com where you can find additional resources, email Katie your own question, or learn how to begin a reading group. Please leave us a review on iTunes so other listeners can find us.